This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. It's official. I declare this episode to be opposite episode. It's like opposite day, which is the unofficial holiday where statements mean the opposite of what they usually mean. You might remember that Seinfeld episode where George Costanza, the character George Costanza, he uses the opposite of everything about himself to get a girl. But before we launch into opposite episode, I'd like to say some positive things about our sponsor, Shutterstock.com. At Shutterstock, you can always find the perfect image or even video for your creative projects, whether it's your website, a publication, an advertisement, or any type of project. There's over 26 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and also, of course, video clips. Many of the contributors to Shutterstock are professional photographers and artists, and the pictures are reviewed manually for the content and the quality before they're added to their library. They add about 10,000 images every day, so every time that you visit, you're sure to find something new and fresh. I've mentioned before what I like about Shutterstock is the flexible pricing. You can choose either individual image packs or a monthly subscription. You can download 25 images a day with a standard subscription, which is really a great deal. And you can download any image in any size and just pay one price. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER8. That's PUBLICSPEAKER8. Okay, now is opposite episode. Today I want to talk about great ways to sabotage your presentation and give you my best tips to giving a horrible presentation. For example, put your glasses on and then take them off and repeat this over and over during your talk. Or interrupt yourself with uh and uh or use crazy, flashy PowerPoint templates. All of these are great ideas for a horrible presentation. Oh, and preparation? That's for beginners, right? You're a pro, so why waste your time? Just go ahead, deliver that same presentation you used the last time. Don't bother to research the demographics, the psychographics, ethnographics, or the politics of your particular audience. Don't change your analogies, your stories, your examples to resonate with your audience. Heck, if your presentation was good enough for the convention in Los Angeles last week, it must be good enough for the scientific research convention in Nepal next week. Next, send your full resume to the organizer just a few minutes before the presentation. Since they won't have time to review it, they'll have to read the entire document to your audience as your introduction. Summarizing or highlighting would mean the audience might not hear about that award you won for keeping your desk clean in fifth grade. Don't bother to ask how to pronounce the names of the conference organizers before you mention them in your intro. It's much more fun to make up your own pronunciations than watch the looks on their faces as you destroy their names. You'll definitely want to wait to work on your slides and handouts till the night before your speech so you don't have time to practice. You can just cram everything onto your slides so then you can just wing it. Speaking of slides, I've got some great tips for creating completely useless slide decks. Cram your slides with data. Put everything you want on the slides and then put more so it looks like you've done a lot of work. And if you run out of room, just use a smaller font. Just think of the graphics as filler and you can use what you've already created for your publications. Don't bother to modify them for use in a slide presentation. Oh, and Clipart is really impressive. You can use that, or you can use 3D charts and pie graphs to fill in the space. And don't worry about accuracy or readability. They're not important. And don't forget to say many times, I know the text is too small, where you could say, 
I know this slide breaks all the rules, but if you say that several times during the presentation, you're good to go. Oh, and don't, definitely don't put titles on your slides. You're going to verbally make the main point anyway, so why bother putting it on the slide? And don't review your slides for consistency. Who cares if you use different fonts on every slide? It's fine to use numbers and bullets and lettering without any rhyme or reason. Your audience is smart. They'll be able to figure it out. I've saved the most fun part for last. Since you didn't prepare it all and your slides are impossible to follow, delivering your horrible presentation will be easy with these final steps. Time limit? Uh, Don't worry about that. If you've got something to say, take as long as you need to say it. Don't worry about that person in the back of the room waving at you and pointing out his watch. No one wants to hear the next presenter anyway, right? Be sure to let your body language speak for you. Pace the floor so that your audience knows you're nervous or use random gestures that don't support your words. Or if you make a joke, keep a straight face. Or you could paste a fake smile on your face when you're telling a really sad story. And that'll just help you to confuse your audience. And eye contact, you want to avoid that. If you look at your audience members, they might feel engaged. And if they feel engaged, they might want to participate. They might even stay and ask questions afterward. And that means you'd miss your daily lunch special at the cafe downstairs. Don't vary your pitch, your tone, or your speed. Better yet, mumble or read directly from your slides. Use very long sentences and put your emphasis in the wrong place. If you feel like you're losing your audience, just keep going. It's their problem if they can't stay awake, not yours. And most importantly, don't include stories in your presentations. What's the point? It's just a waste of time. The whole point of using storytelling and speech is to create an emotional connection to your audience. You're not here to make friends. Just stick to the raw data and let your audience decide what the data means for themselves. As you can hear, giving a horrible presentation's easy. Very little prep work, no research or thought involved. And if you follow my rules, you won't have to worry about getting asked to speak in public again. Just remember one thing. This episode is opposite episode. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, helping you to lead, influence, and inspire through better communication. If you'd like to receive nine of my most popular top 10 tips cheat sheets, say that 10 times fast, head on over to my website, lisabmarshall.com. This episode was sponsored by Shutterstock.com. With over 26 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips, Shutterstock helps you take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER8. I hope you're still listening because I wanted to add one last personal comment. I received my statement for my book sales from January to the end of April. And for four months of sales, the book has sold close to 10,000 copies. And I couldn't have done that without you, the listener. So thank you so much for buying my book, for recommending my book, for putting reviews on Amazon. It's all of your hard work that's helping me to spread the message of Smart Talk. Thank you so much. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. 
You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>